Welcome to Shooter Shoot Pod. I'm Jesse. I'm Jay Boogs. Uh, and today we are doing a a one on one. Our main man James, little little chicken flip flop, can't make it to the podcast <laughs> today. <laughs> He's working. Um, and we got a good one for you guys today. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit um, about the. Uh, the new NBA schedule that's going to set place and all the uh, basketball re- revenue income, basketball related income uh, implications with it. Um, should the players be selfish or, or should they be um, looking to reduce the amount of games this year? We'll talk some nets and give us some predictions for the nets. Um, we got big news out of Philadelphia, so we'll chat about that. Um, but yeah, let's get right at that. Do you do you, what do you what do you think? Do you think the players are gonna say, "Hey, look, I I only want to play forty five games this year," or like only players who are gonna say they want to play forty five games are guys who will make money on the side from something else, you know? Yeah. Guys with like other businesses that they don't really have to contribute to like play basketball to support their livelihood or support their lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys who are not gonna play forty five games, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's also like a lot of guys who need to play the eighty games. Yeah. Or now they're like average Joes. They're not making much money. That's, that's not much money. They're still making like million dollars. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. It's <laughs> like, like, like I, I, I struggle with so much because, um, like I don't want to like, like woe is me for the, for the millionaire basketball player. <laughs> Even if you're like, like the bottom 10% of the league, you're still making like at minimum 2.3. 2.3. It's yeah. like, that's the minimum. 1.5 after all the cuts and stuff. Yeah. Man, you're still making so much money. Still doing fine. Yeah, so the BRI um, was projected to be like I think I I don't think they have the numbers out yet, but I think it's pretty close to nine billion. But really, what happened after the pandemic and uh, and and like the loss of the season and ticket sales, I think it's gonna get dropped down to like six billion. So what that means, the players get half of that, and then the owners get half of that. Owners get to divide that by thirty, roughly. It, there's actually way more owners in the league than thirty separate teams but they would just divide that by 30 for the for that six billion um and then the players um they divide that by amongst themselves but you know as it is constituted right now you get guys who are like uh here's a great example of it al horford his contract was based on if there was nine billion dollars in bri but since there's only you know a a third of that's going to be gone uh that $27 million contract is going to go down to like $19 million. He doesn't deserve the 20. He doesn't deserve <sighs> that at all. Yeah, we'll get it's good for him. It's good for everybody else. He does not deserve the money, man. But, and then, so then they get a further hit if, so the NBA wants to do a hard start on the 22nd of December. Which would be the right move. Because mm-hmm. then guys would still make 72 games and they'll still get paid. Yeah, there's more back to backs. But at the end of the day, like, it's your job. Like, I don't know why people complain about doing going to their jobs, like, you know, and it's not even a bad job. It's the best job in the world. You can't get a better job than than playing basketball. Yeah. And getting paid. And then and here's the other thing, too, which is so crazy that a lot of people like basketball is hard when you're traveling from like Philadelphia to Atlanta to Orlando, then over to Utah, OKC and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That's hard because you're jumping on. Like I, I travel. Pr- you're jumping on a private plane, a team plane. You're getting massaged on the plane. Yeah. You're getting off the plane, getting massaged again. Come on, man. There's nothing really hard about it. Yeah, traveling is hard though. Like traveling, like like when you're done, when you come off of a plane, you're like you're tired that day. 
Oh my goodness. You are though. But there's <laughs> I'm you? getting paid to travel and play basketball. For sure, yeah. There's nothing else I want in the world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? I agree with that. Yeah, if you're if you're just getting paid millions of dollars to travel, like you better not complain about like like having to play ball four hours after you land. But <laughs> it's not even four hours after you land; you get the whole day to sleep. I know. Yeah, but then you got to think about it. Like, if you're Joel Embiid, you got to go from like like your nice cozy home, which you might have like one of those like Texas king size mattresses, <laughs> to like a he shitty <laughs> like a like a normal king size mattress. That's true. And then, like, he's 7'1", or, like, he's a 7-footer. He's a straight-up footer. Man, I feel like the hotels they go to have, like, crazy accommodations with them. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Those guys are probably, like, bringing their beds with them on the plane. Do you think you – I would I would probably try to make sure – if I was, like, dude, like – here's a great example of it. If I was Chris Epps Porzingis and I was 7'3", and I was getting paid, like – let's say Chris Epps was getting paid $20 million. I'm not sure what exactly. But I think he's making a little bit more than that. But either way. I would I would be like I'm cool with dedicating a million dollars every year to make sure some dude's bringing my big ass mattress everywhere I go. <laughs> everywhere I go. That's that's something that I would do. I'm not gonna lie. Two thousand NBA. It, too. <laughs> it wouldn't even cost you a million dollars. No. It would not even cost you that. No, but you gotta make it worth that guy's time, right? No, you just tell the team. I guarantee you, if you want it in your contract, I'm telling you, the team would make it, get it done. No, I'm I I get one of my playboys to do it. No, I get, I'm I get telling one of my you. guys. I'm telling you. You don't think um, what's his name? Mark Cuban would do it for him. Yeah, for Mark sure. Mark Cuban would. would put would cut half the plane out. Yeah, slip it in. Yeah. Mark Cuban probably buy him a new bed everywhere they go. Yeah. Do you think they might? They must have a deal with the mattresses. They have to because you're <laughs> you're you're seven foot three, right? Like yeah. you're a big dude. You're like six four, right? Six three. Yeah. Six three. Like, what what size of mattress would fit you the best? Um, probably like a queen. A queen's like just fits. Yeah. Just fits. Yeah. Uh, a king is like perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. A king is like, okay, I can have room to roll around. I can sleep at the end of my pillow. Yeah. Because on a queen, my feet like come off a little still. So I don't know how the guys, other guys are doing <laughs> it, man. I'm 5'5, five five, man. I, <laughs> I sleep so happy in a queen. Oh, man. See, queen's actually a little tough for me. <laughs> Dude, James could probably fuck with uh, like a like a single. Oh, like a James double. can sleep in like a, definitely like a cot, like a, like a couch. <laughs> Couch cushion. <laughs> We're getting off track. <laughs> We're getting off track here. Um, do you think they reduced the season? Um, I think it's really going to end up being a, the player's decision. Yeah. That's the day when like players don't want to play. They can't force them to play. But then the players have to realize the only reason the season is shortened is because they push back the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. And no TV station in the world wants to pay like pay for them to play over the Olympics. Yeah. Nobody wants to slip in NBA slots. Nobody does because yeah. then they're losing. Like hundreds of million dollars. Yeah, and, and they don't get like. And because NBA players also gonna go play in the Olympics. The sneaky thing too is they don't get the viewers. No, in America they don't. They th- like they really have to pander to China. They depend on China. They depend on other places in the world. Yeah, yeah. I think America's like third on the list of most views for the NBA. Yeah, I was I was reading this thing where China on average gives them half a billion dollar, half a billion views. Yeah, like viewers. There's there's like five hundred million people that watch the NBA in China. And I know South America is big. They watch a lot of basketball in South America. Which is hilarious because, like, me and you were talking about this the other day. Like, like why is it – I, I don't know any Garcias that play – Like, no. Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio, that's it. <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. There used to be, like, Rudy Fernandez uh-huh. or Hernandez. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it would be a big mistake for the players not to, um, to, to just – you just have to suck it up for one season and, like – 
Dudes like Kawhi, like I could see a lot of load management. Load it's gonna be management crazy load management for a lot of guys this year. Totally fine, but play as much as you can to get like sixty games because the difference between um, like a Steph Curry making uh, twenty five mil on on what he's slotted to get right now, and or like thirty mil, I'm sure he'll take. Uh, I'm sure mil. he'll take that extra five mil for playing another 10% of the season. Yeah. Like cuz Steph Curry is supposed to make before like what the 9 billion he's supposed to make what? 43? The 43. Yeah, 43 and then up. after the cut he's only supposed to make 25. Then after state tax in California, he's going to make what? 17. Now 17. And, yeah. and then after his manager, he's making what? Now maybe 16, 15? Yeah. And after then the we manager. both know his house is probably worth a couple million dollars and you know he's buying cars, you know he's traveling in his private plane. Yep. So man, at that point he's kind of living like a regular Joe. <laughs> like look at like like not to say and and again like I don't sympathize with these guys because like they're they're they getting paid million dollars millions to play of dollars but they're in they're they are the most incentivized so he gets forty three mil forty and then literally let's say forty percent of that goes to escrow and then another twenty percent of that gets gets cut out or sorry thirty another thirty percent of that gets cut out to uh um because the shorten of the season and then half of that's gone to taxation. Yeah. So like he is the most incentivized. Him, to LeBron, Clay, AD, Clay, CP, CP three, especially CP three, making like forty six. Yeah, guys like John Wall who've been getting free money better play seventy two games. <laughs> I'm telling you, if John Wall, if John Wall is one of those players I don't want to play, oh, release him, <laughs> release him. If I'm the team, I release him. He'll play. He'll play. Guys like KD got to play. They got to get the reps in. KD got to p- get the reps in. And this is really the first time KD made, like, over 30. Yeah. Too. So, like, he's going to want He wants all the maintain. money. The other thing that I think is sneaky, um, like, a sneaky thing that will that will happen because of this is we'll see some really interesting ways of, of dealing with um, the luxury tax, like the hard cap for teams oh, like yeah. the Clippers and the Lakers and, like, the uh, not the Nets, but um, uh, the Warriors. But the other thing too is signing and trading. Like I think we're gonna see a lot of signing trades. A lot trades of signing trades. And dudes who are probably gonna get like like Daniela Gallinari might get twenty million, but they'll probably bring him down to ten million just because they're like, look, you're losing a lot of it anyway yeah. this year. Doesn't so matter. We'll make up to you on year two, three, and four. Yeah. Because that's when we think you'll get a higher BRI. Yeah, that's true. A lot of guys like um like a lot of role players are gonna be one year deals. Like mm-hmm. a lot of guys are gonna be like two point three getting paid. Shut, shut up. What do you think thing. AD does? Do you think he does, signs like a one and one? In like I a think AD option? signed the two year deal. Yeah. I think he because LeBron got two more years. I think AD signs a two year. Yeah. And just chills. I don't think he's, I don't think he's gonna take a lot of money on the two year either. Yeah. I think he's gonna take the cut. Yeah. I think he takes like a big cut and he's like, hey, like I'm gonna play. I'm gonna take like, I think he takes like twenty mil. Wow. For ten, ten. No, eighty still eighty has money. And you have to remember this. All these guys are getting managed. Most of these guys, a lot of guys in the NBA now are getting managed by that guy from Clutch Sports. Yeah. Anyways, so Clutch Sports guys are going to tell him, yo, you want to take with LeBron? Let's go back to back, you know? That's rich Take Paul. a pay cut, and then we're going to bring somebody else, you know? Yeah. We'll get Gallinari. We'll get somebody else. We'll get DeMar DeRozan. Whoever we need, we're going to get. You know what I mean? I don't think AD goes lower than he is now. He's 28. I could see him doing... I could see him doing twenty nine. I could see him taking a big jump. I could take him see him big pay cut though. I could or or like and because he could get up to thirty six right now. So I, I he could, could get forty. Yeah, he could get forty. He could get yeah. a supermax. He could. He won a ring. He was an all star. He's a um, he's a what's called he's def- DPOY candidate. Yeah. MVP candidate. Yeah. He could get forty easy. He can ask for forty five. He'll. You can have to get peed like James Harden. I would want to get paid. Like and there's a lot of guys who there's a lot of teams who would take that in a heartbeat, you know. 
Do you think? Do you think? But it's stupid of him to take that money now. He still has a lot of career left to play. I think he signed maybe a one. I think he could take a one-year deal too. I think he does a one plus one. I think so. He, I think he takes the one and then a player option the next year. The last year, yeah. Yeah, just like yeah. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron got the player option too the last year. Yeah, I think he does that too. The interesting thing with the Lakers is they have a lot of guys who are on player options right now. A lot of guys are going to leave this year. You got uh, playoff Rondo on a player option. You got JaVale McGee. You have Avery Bradley, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I think Danny Green gets moved. Yeah, and um, we got to get back. We got to bring back Boogie. Yeah, if they bring back Boogie, we got to bring back Boogie. So that's another guy that has to get signed for sure. You know, because if they lose Boogie, the next the Nets are gonna steal Boogie. I think I think the Boogie Nets will would move on Boogie for sure. So the thing that we learned the most about this NBA season was, um, I got enough battery. The the one thing that we learned the most about this NBA season is like bigs mean something again. Bigs, you need bigs. And 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 I think but a you lot need of diverse bigs, not just big players. Yeah, you need bigs who could do. Everything Sw- and switchable bigs. Yeah, you like, need bigs who could play the perimeter. Yeah, and defend on it. Yeah, right. Like like Javale McGee did a pretty good job at closing yeah. on a lot of shooters. Um, Dwight Howard did Dwight a great Howard job. Did a great great job. job. They did some possession to get switched on Jimmy, and he would like handle his own. Yeah. Even if Jimmy's making the shot, it was a tough shot for Jimmy to make. Contested. You yeah. know, he wasn't getting a lot of like fouling on the threes as much as like most bigs would get. Cause a lot of guys just jump on everything. And same with AD. Like AD is one of the most switchable bigs out there. I think what, the most switchable 6'10? big, six yeah. ten, yeah, six eleven, yeah. But let's be honest, he's probably like seven feet tall. Like I get it, I get it. Like Rudy Gobert, DPOY. But Rudy like, Gobert can't play against the point guard. You can't. You, can't. you could put AD on like Darren Fox. Well, you could put him on Jimmy Butler. You can't put G- Rudy on him. No. And you, you can't, can't put Rudy Giannis Gobert. On him. You can't put Rudy Gobert on Russell Westbrook. Yeah. AD locked up Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You see? There's a difference. <laughs> Dude, you know why the Eric could lock up Russell Westbrook? That guy that guy <laughs> is a train wreck on himself. No, he's not, man. He's over it. He's, he's not, no, he's not. The, like four Russell years Westbrook, ago, you would have been right, but now No, Russell Westbrook is still that guy, I'm telling you. He's not that guy. I'm dude. telling you. If he was that guy, they would have This beat. is the first year. They're just running it, they're just running through the rotation. Dude is we washed. we lost Clint Capella. I don't think you understand. We lost Clint Capella and we made it to the second round. Why are you saying we? You're a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan, <laughs> but I love the Houston Rockets. <laughs> I love the Houston Rockets. Uh, I flip flop like James. You'll though. see. You'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll we'll go. We'll get to like episode thirty, and then you'll be like, you know what, man? I, you're right. Russell Westbrook. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you'll apologize. No, I'm not on the mic. Um. Okay, let's talk Nets. Brooklyn <laughs> Nets. They just got Dan Tony. They Dan got Tony was a big pickup for them. Big pickup. Because Dan Tony runs like one of the best players, like player like c- offensive minds. Like I think Mike D'Antoni is like one of the best of them. A lot of people are gonna like hate my opinion on Mike D'Antoni, but Mike D'Antoni, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't like him because of the whole Kobe thing, you know, blah 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 blah, mm. you know. But at the end, they Mike like D'Antoni's system works for James Harden, does it not? Dude, worked for worked for back to back MVP Steve Nash. Yeah, um, the only th- reason it didn't work for Kobe because Kobe was old. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like don't get mad at a guy for somebody being old and being past his prime. So what? It didn't work for Carmelo Anthony. That guy never shares the rock. Yeah, that's why. That wasn't his fault. Literally, but Mike D'Antoni's system works. Yeah, and, and with guys like KD and Kyrie who could both shoot, and Joe Harris and Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie, man, it's the it. perfect coach for them. Yeah, Steve Nash is the head coach, but we all know Mike D'Antoni's running that offense. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be like. I think Steve Nash has literally hired what you would think is just like an, a really good investment firm. Oh, 100%. he has a lot of brilliant minds with him. Yeah, and he's like, we're just gonna we're gonna take advantage of 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 the talents that yeah. we have and the brain power we have. He got Stoudemire to help develop his big man. Yeah, help develop like the 
inside outside game with KD that pick and roll game. How to run that seven seconds or less offense if yeah. they're doing anything like that? Yeah. Right. How to get quick shots off and like Steve Nash himself is gonna help develop Kyrie. I hope into I, more Kyrie. I'm telling you, Kyrie is so skilled he get 20 assists a game. Yeah. But he's selfish. And he's he's like he he's, wants to be the guy. He wants to be the man. Kyrie could be another version of Alex Jones. He really could. He could be on Joe Rogan's podcast, just <laughs> saying crazy stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. Or he could be, or he could be willing you a championship. Yeah, like it's Kyrie like, is like he's mercurial. Kyrie is like, uh, like literally a little bit craziness, <laughs> a little a little away from yeah. being the next Kanye West. You know I, what I mean? He is. He really dude, is. I'm telling you. Oh. He could be Kanye. I'm telling Yo, you. Yo, I love that one, man. Oh, that's so. Because he's never thought of that. He's one of those people like you never know what you're gonna get with him. Yeah. He's always flipping and flopping every single day. You're gonna have a Jesus. The world's flat. Out. Blah blah yeah. blah. <laughs> the Illuminati tattoos. The Illuminati <laughs> on his shoes. Like, bro, this guy's like losing his plot. I'm telling you. <laughs> you never know, Kyrie. Dude, it's so funny because like. So I've I have recently just went a full one eighty on Kyrie. I was out. I was like, this guy is Stephen Marbury. I don't trust him to win no, a championship. Man, he's good. And now I'm back in being like, he is surrounded by people, and he's also with another pussy cat. Because yeah, I think Katie's you, a pussy. Yeah, if yeah. you keep two pussy cats on a team, I think you could scratch and claw your way to a title. But Kyrie. And KD with a big dog. Like, if they had Jimmy Butler. Oh, wow. It's another, that's a bad deal. That but is a bad deal. if you get Carl Anthony Towns instead of J- Jimmy Butler like with those two dudes. another soft guy? You, if you get three softies, it's a perfect. Look, that's kind of what Golden State did besides they had Draymond Green. But he ruffled, he got KD out of there. Yeah. I don't, I think the whole alpha dog thing in the NBA is a, is a definite positive. But when you have these pussy, these indoor cats. You can't have a big junkyard dog and they're barking up a storm. I think it's like, yeah. You know what? The only other example I can give you is the same thing. Jimmy Butler with Philadelphia. Yeah. Because Joel Embiid is not as emotionally strong. And neither Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is light-skinned, you know? Light-skinned guys aren't that emotionally strong, you know? Like, no diss. But, like, you know, they don't got like that. You know, they're not built They're not built from the same cloth, you know? You know not Jimmy Butler is, wants to work. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is a hard worker, as we've seen this season. You know Big what I mean? Big time. He's the kind of guy. He does not care who you are. He's gonna outwork you. I love it. Don't I? I use him as motivation. Like on a personal note, I watch a lot of Jimmy Butler stuff recently to like hype me up for the day. The whole Miami team. You have to listen to the whole Miami team. Yeah. Look at the, the way Miami runs their team. Beautiful. I love it. Beautiful. Do you but think the Nets are not going anywhere next season. Oh, you don't think so? No. I think I think it's gonna be like a tester season. Every team always has that season where like, you know, same thing with LeBron Miami. They didn't win the first year, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They might get they might get to like the championship game, but they're not winning it. I think that's a good step. I think it's I think they're going to be in the races, yeah. but they're not going to finish the race. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're going to pull a muscle so you think 50 it's, meters you away think from the th- finish it line. It won't be in a, a successful season if they don't win a championship? No, I think it's better if they don't win a championship this year. Yeah. If they win this year, they will not win another one again. Okay. Because they would have just they'll live off that hype of winning the first one and they'll then the next season when teams figure them out, they'll get picked apart. Okay. And they'll be a second round exit. I think they could I think they could easily make it to a conference championship. I think I'm not sure if they would win against the It depends the Western what they team. play, like yeah. They're playing against what? They're playing against like the Bucks. If the Bucks don't They'd rotate the through, you know They'd what I mean? Bucks. But you never know. Because, okay, think about this, right? Okay, you have who? You have um Allen. You have KD, but KD, I'm telling you, KD cannot match up with Giannis. Yeah, but the same on the other end. Giannis can't match up with KD. Giannis is DPOY, so he has to at least be able to do something. Yeah, but here's the misleading thing with Giannis. 
Yeah, he's he was DPOY, but the same reason why he was DPOY was the same reason why Rudy Gobert was. Giannis isn't really sw- switchable. And no. neither with Ro- Rudy Gobert. But Giannis is more switchable than Rudy Gobert. Yeah, much more. But you have to remember but this. Giannis is also Giannis is also a really big guy. Yeah, and it's and he's it's really fast. He's really quick off his feet. But he's, he's not, surprisingly he's not lateral. He's surprisingly quick off his feet, though. For sure, that's fine. Like I think Same Giannis, I think Giannis might not be the best defender on KD. Yeah, but I think he could do a decent enough job on KD. You know, I don't think anyone in the East can can stop KD. I don't think it, there's a person in the. East. I think Ben Simmons would be a great oh, matchup on jo- KD. Jonathan Isaac, maybe Jonathan Isaac and Ben Simmons. Actually, ben Simmons would be a I, great matchup on KD. Yeah, yeah Ben Simmons no, can right. move side to side. He's six nine. 260, 245. Actually, t- Philadelphia has two KD stoppers. Al Horford, too. No, John, uh, Embiid. Embiid, no, Embiid is not side to side. KD yeah. has that one, like, plant step crossover that is unguardable. Yeah, okay. You I, need I, a guy I, who can move backwards and forward just as fast yeah. as KD. So I'll say. The only, only Ben Simmons. And I think Giannis will give him a run for his money. And if Jonathan Isaac comes back healthy. Jonathan mm-hmm. Isaac is like a DPOI in the making. That guy's insane. I think you give him a little bit too much credit than he's he really worth. So I, I mean, I liked him because, like, in fantasy, I kept trying to trade him for with with my buddy. Shout out, shout out, uh, Chatter. I try <laughs> to, to fleece him every other week on a on a trade to get Jonathan Isaac, and I watched a lot of Isaac, and I was like, this guy. Not only can he block, he can he closes out really quick. He 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 knows how to cut through screens and either go over or go under. He knows who he has to go over and under with. He slices through. He he like I love the fact that you're almost seven feet and you can move laterally with people. That's true. Like that's there's what not a lot there's not, there's not a lot of seven footers who move side to side. Yeah, and the only one that like did it really well this year was AD. Yeah, AD did it so well. But I think there's I think like yeah the Nets might be able to get to the comp the finals but the Nets aren't going to do anything this year. Also, this might be a year for for KD to just get get his wheels back. Yeah. You know. Because no, a lot of nobody has ever come back from Achilles injury, a hundred percent. Do you think they they try to move anybody or no? Do you think they they would? dump um Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie. They have Levert. to dump Dinwiddie. He's a, he's the same guy who posted a couple months ago. Hey, pick what team I want to go to. You know what yeah. I mean? They're dumping him for sure. Yeah. You don't want the kind of morale on that team. I'm telling you. Would you do? Would you would you dump like Karis Levert and Dinwiddie? I, if it's not a smart option to dump Karis Levert because Karis Levert was the heart and soul of that team before. Um, Kyrie and Katie. So why would you dump the guy who worked hard enough to keep you guys in the run? You know what I mean? But hear me out. Keep hear you fighting. Yeah, if you dump him, you get more for sure. Because like now he's like he's a really tradable player. Would you dump him for Kelly Oubre? I don't know about that to be honest. I think I think you have to remember Kelly Oubre was injured some this season, was he not? This is Kelly Oubre's best season he's ever had, and he's he can't be any more tradable than he is right now because he didn't play in the bubble. No, but he was injured. He was he was, uh, they, and they played better without him. But this is here's Oubre's stats. Also, second most handsome guy in the league next to Ben Simmons. <laughs> 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 Oubre Oubre got to the line a ton, and he shot uh, almost eighty percent. Oubre was shooting. Um, on 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 a pretty good volume of threes, thirty five percent. That's not bad. He's a steals and blocks guy, and steals is really more indicative if you, if you're better on defense. Blocks is like, yeah. like whatever. But steals are more indicative. But he was just a good like in fifty six games. What do you have? Like eighteen? Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen's not bad. That's good. And he was kind of off the bench too. Yeah. 
And no, he, he started some this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started quite a bit. He's, he, I think he's a starting small forward, is he not? No, you're right. You're right. Not anymore because Mikael Bridges really, really stepped up. Yeah, but it's also because he was injured. Yeah, and then also Cam Johnson. Yeah, that's true. Too. How crazy is this? But I think Kelly Oubre is still like – I don't think Phoenix would get rid of him. So last year, um, Phoenix drafted Cam Johnson. Mm-hmm. Guess how old he is? 25. Okay, crazy close. 24. Ooh. How old is Devin Booker? 25. 24. Devin Booker was drafted like five years ago. Yeah, Devin Booker came in like 19. 19. And yeah. How crazy is that? The, this dude, uh, Cam Johnson, great three-point shooter, six foot eight, six foot nine, whatever. But a, a lot of guys 20. need more development, man. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it. But it's just crazy to me that like, 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 you're 24 and it's your first year, and it's Devin Booker's fifth year, and he's you're he's the same age. The he's age a vet. He's so? a vet, and you're a rookie. So you're the same age. I, just find they, that crazy. I don't think it like matters. You could come in like there's a lot of there's some guys who came into the league late mm-hmm. and still dominated the league. You know what I mean? Okay, what about this? Jonas Valanciunas and Justice Winslow make their way to the Nets for like Karis Levert, um, Torian Prince and, and Dinwiddie. No man. Who says no on that? The Nets say no. Oh, really? I really love Valanciunas. Uh Valanciunas is I think he's overhyped. And oh, they're no. not – nobody's getting rid of – I'm telling you, they're not going to lose Valanciunas. They're not going to get rid of their, one of their, be- their, their second-best player or they're not, if not the best player on their team. Okay. Think oh. about it. Valanciunas is, like, one of their best players. I think he is their best player on the team. No, ja, you have John's on, and still Triple J. And okay, even, even yes. Dylan Brooks was incredible okay, last year. Okay, but you have to remember, then after that, after Valanciunas, who do you, else do you have on the team? You got you got, you you got, got nobody. Clark. You have, you have uh, Triple – Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson Jr. is injury-prone. Doesn't matter. He's 21. <laughs> you know who was you know you don't who was injury prone? Injured at 21. When he was 21 too? Who? Joel Embiid. He's still injury prone. <laughs> he's not so much this year. <laughs> he was pretty good the last two years. No man, he's still. S- he always gets banged up, but like 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 Embiid never keeps himself healthy. No man, Embiid also eats like burgers before games. Maybe something that he'll stay on the I court longer. I love that guy. I love that guy. Let's do that. Can we can we can we take the Joel Embiid and just transition to 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 the big news in Philadelphia? Yeah, let's do that. Um, Daryl Morey. Is the new president of basketball operations? They're trying to land James Harden. That's all they're trying to do. You think so? That's I all they're trying to do. That. I would. Because think that. about this: they have James Harden. And that guy have such a great connection. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. He signed James Harden. Stayed with James Harden for what eight years? Yeah. James Harden is the only player to never miss the playoffs yet, in the last decade. You know that, right? Yeah. Wow. LeBron yeah. would have been, but last the year before. Yeah. Yeah. James Harden is the only player. To not I'm telling the you, they, they got Morier to bring James Harden. Imagine James Harden on the Philadelphia 76ers. Who do you give up for, for, for Harden? All your bums. You give up you, know, you give up Al Horford. Yeah. Who used to already need the big. Yeah, you're paying him quite a bit of money, but like Houston's like Houston at the point they might start a rebuild. But Houston also Houston the wanna Houston thinks they can win it with Russ and Harden. That's why I think you let Houston shit the bed this year and then you go after James Harden next year. Mm. But if I'm Philly, Philly I give up Al Horford. And I give up Tobias Harris, and I give up a couple draft picks. All of your draft picks. All my draft picks. You have to give all your draft picks. Yeah. Maybe that's a lot of money going. You have to, you'd have to take like and like some. You stuff wait because Ben Simmons is what Ben Simmons is on a four year, and Joel still has two years. Does he not? Let me pull it up. Joel's got I think four years. They both have four years. Yeah. No, Ben's got five. And Joel has I think I think he has two. No, Joel's got. Joel's got uh, three years, twenty nine million, and then Ben's got five years, thirty million. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah. But, but they have to find a little cap space because James Harden's also like a $47 million player. There's no – so 
like, I'm just gonna. Be I think really on paper it's un- impossible. But no, it it is it's possible. It's just J- Houston is not ta- trading James Harden without getting a young star back, aka either Ben or Joel. They're not t- getting Ben or Joel because Philly wants to win. You see, that's the issue. They'll never make the trade. Will never happen. So if you're but Daryl Morey, James Harden has how many years who, left? Who would you trade if you're if you're Daryl Morey for James Harden between Ben or Joel? You have to trade one ben. of those two. Oh, I love this. You dump Ben, Junior. You know this is why I'm like this is like this is why we we would make. You have to dump Ben. Like I love Ben Simmons, but you got to dump Ben. I think you dump Ben too because a, an Embiid plus uh, Harden? Harden offense is insane. And if you if you could and you keep Tobias Harris, yeah, and maybe flip Tobias Harris for like. Uh, like a better shooter, like maybe a Buddy Hield or like you know someone who could hack the basket better, or you still have Richardson, you know, you still have like a decent core, you know. So what you gotta do is you gotta you have to kind of give up Josh Richardson, Ben Simmons, for Harden, and then you give up literally every one of your picks. You give up your twenty twenty uh, OKC pick, your twenty. So you can't do back to back years. Because there's a stepping rule, you have to do it. You have to do every other year. So you go 20, 22, 24, and then twenty six, and then that that will be. I think that would be enough to get that that bum owner in Houston. Houston's owner is a bum, by but the Houston's way. Houston's owner wants to sell. Yeah, he wants he out. He just bought the team and he can't even afford it. He wants out. He can't afford it because he's filing bankruptcy. He wants out. But I think I think the only way to get Embiid over there is not through Horford or 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 Tobias Harris. No one's going to want to take him for – if you're – and here's the other thing, too, that I was thinking of. If you go through all the young dudes in the league, who would you be willing to give up for uh, uh, James Harden? Every young player in the so league. So let's, let's, let's do it like this. You, okay, let's say if you're Houston if and you're, you want – If you're Dallas, you don't give up – You can't give up Luka. He's right? too good. So no. Because Luka is already a generational player. Luka is – if not, may, might be the one of the best players to ever play the game. Luca could become like a Larry Bird, or you know, nobody ever knows. He could become a Magic Johnson. He could be like a top. He could be like a goat conversation. He could be a top twenty. Um, you don't give up Jason Tatum if you're Boston. No, because nope. you need Jason Tatum. Yeah, you don't give up. You give up John Morant. You give up. Uh, Maybe not. No, you give up Jaw for sure. Um, you give up Jaw. You give up. Um, you don't who? give up. You Devin give up Booker? Booker. Yeah, you do. You don't. You do. You really do. Think about it. Who's the better scorer? Devin Booker and James Harden are the same player. They don't. They both don't play defense. But James Harden is thirty-one. James Harden. Take a thing about it. James Harden. He's one of those players who doesn't really do much, as long as he doesn't lose his like quickness. Mm-hmm. His game's pr- gonna age beautifully. Yeah, right. his game is gonna I get only better. That. He's only gonna yeah. get better as a player. Think yeah. about it. He's getting like he gets smarter every season. If you don't notice, I don't think you give up uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell for him. You do. You really you do. Have, you have to think about if if you're those. The teams. thing about it, if you're that team, if you're trying to get James Harden, you you're 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 running out. Of, you're running a two-year system to win a chip. You're building around him quickly. You, that means you have the pieces already to try to win without. Like you know, you're trying to dump your young star to win in the next two years. So it's right. It's this. That's uh, how the system works. What's going to happen? Think is what it is. If you replace Jason Tatum on that Boston team and you give him James Harden, that's a championship team. Yeah. Not in Boston's eyes. Yes, it is. Not in Boston's eyes. Not in Boston's eyes, but if you really think about it on paper, yeah, you don't have as good a defender, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe you dump Hor- um, um, Hayward for somebody else, you know? Try to get somebody else, you know? I just think... And then you move around the pieces. Then you still then think about it. You still have such a good roster. I think... And now you have a guy who could give you 36 a night. 
on a good night as long as he doesn't choke in the playoffs. <laughs> That's my point. As long as he doesn't choke in you the playoffs. You just made my James, point. As long as he doesn't choke in the playoffs, you're good. But think about it, if you're Boston, what, Boston's what, a third seed? Could be number one, man. Seed. Jason Tatum could be one of the best players in the league. I don't think so. I think Jason Tatum's going to be like a... He could be the new T-Mac. Yeah, he could be like a... T-Mac like was the highest scoring player. He won. He, he was, could be like a... No, not like a T-Mac. He could be like a... He, he's not that good offensively. Either I way. I think a lot of people don't see his flaws. Oh, I really like Tatum. He has phenomenal footwork, but I think, like, it depends how his game develops. I think – so here's here's my point. He needs to keep his, himself Hardy's lined up. Hardy's not going to get traded this season. Yeah. If he's going to get traded, it's going to be next season. And it's going to be him demanding out, and it's going to be a big public thing. Mm-hmm. So then Houston's going to go to the, all these teams, F- Philadelphia, Boston, um, uh, uh, Toronto. I would say Toronto would give up Siakam for him easily, Siakam and Ananobi. But I don't think the Devin Booker, if you're Phoenix, Phoenix's management, if they got the phone call from – let's pretend – you pick up the phone and it's whoever is the manager of, yes. of Houston. Yes. You want to see Houston on the line? Yes, we'll take him. I'm telling you. No, yes, we'll you take him. Because he's 32 at that point and he still hasn't he's won 32. a playoff series. He's 32. Or not won a playoff series. He hasn't done anything he's significant. He's 32, right? But it's James Harden. Alone himself will sell you tickets if there's tickets to be sold. Do you know what I mean? If you're. If also, it depends what kind of position your team is in. If you're a team who's a star away from a championship and you have a young star who doesn't have the experience that James Harden has. Why not give him up? So if so you're if you're like an AC team, why would you not take James Harden? If, if you're, you're like a bus team who's like, for, for instance, Utah. If you're Utah, do you give up Mitchell for him? Because I think James Harden will be the difference maker. They're pretty much they're almost like yeah. Then Don Mitchell's a better defender, but way better. But James Harden also has those like little like like deflections. Offensively, offensively, it's such a big difference. Offensively, James Harden's the He's best or the second best offensive player in the year. The best player. He's and, and even at face value, James Harden versus Donovan Mitchell is a better team. But in the eyes of 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 Utah or Phoenix, they're thinking because you have to think. You're thinking five years down the line. Yeah, like like. But like, at the same time, there's a lot of teams who like, hey, we want to win now. Yeah. We see like LeBron's getting old, you know. KD's getting old, you know. Yeah. Let's get chips now, because you never know. You could steal one. Toronto stole one. They're a bum ass team. They stole one. You know I agree. What I, mean? I agree. So why not take the risk? And especially with players like James Harden, who you know, if you really like coach him well, he could close out. I would do it like. And people don't realize he closed out this season. He really did. Yeah. He played well. His team was just. Ass. They're playing. They're. They didn't have a big man. Well, you had Russell Westbrook. That your team's and not going to win everything. Russell Westbrook's like forty percent, man. Russell's terrible. You see, like. I don't think you do, a trade if you're Philadelphia. Um, Philly keeps Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is too valuable. No, you got you get rid of him. Ben can't shoot for man. James Harden. Ben, you know, can I be honest? This is what I think Ben Simmons is. He's a big, he's a big with incredible passing ability and great switchability on defense. He, he can run. He can dribble. He can run forty six minutes of a game, but the last two minutes of a game, you let you let someone else take over. As this team right now, Philadelphia is currently constituted. There's no one that can take over. So you no, because Joel Embiid is not like a perimeter guy. He can't give you that side to side. Find a seven back. footer who who's gonna win you a, a game winning shot. Like yeah. AD did it once and he's six eleven. Yeah. Um so But you never know. Benson is only like twenty three years old, twenty two years old. Doesn't matter. He's been in the league for four years. We can't see him. He didn't play he the first year. He doesn't do anything besides his only field goals is a layup or a dunk. If you don't show me a and shot And a floater, he does like these like weird half floaters and like the little sky hooks. I don't like it. I don't trust it. If I'm Daryl Morey, I don't trust that 
that bent him you into the him. cojones. Yeah. I think you dump him. I would I would give up all my first round draft picks and plus, Ben. Plus yeah, Ben plus someone else to get to get uh Jim Harden. Yeah. And if I was I think it's a good trade, but Houston's not gonna do it. Houston will do it. It's a young star. Houston doesn't want Two bums who can't shoot on the same team. You're gonna average. <laughs> they'd, they'd make you're gonna average thirty points for the game. That's what. So that's that's where it would turn into like something that is incredible to watch because you're essentially just putting like, like two dunkers, two dunkers who are ball handlers. <laughs> oh man, that'd be brutal. They would try to flip. They would flip like you would see. They'd flip Westbrook immediately. Yeah, to like New York or something. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. They flip yeah. Westbrook to New York for like anybody. But I'm telling you this. Only other team that would not take James Harden is a team like Atlanta. They would not take James Harden. They keep Trey Young. Trey can develop into like a Steph. That's the only other team I don't see taking the James Harden trade. Are you an Atlanta, Atlanta fan just like James? Is? No, I'm just telling you. It's like why would you I'm take this whole why would you take James Harden if you're Atlanta? You have Trey Trey Young you, is doing the same you thing. Give, you give up. You would give up everybody but Trey Young. Yeah. Same with exactly. If you're Dallas, Phoenix, Utah, you're you're. But in if the you're Dallas, if you're Dallas, you can't give away Luca. Or Przingis. No, you can't give away Przingis. No. Yeah, for sure, yeah. I don't think people realize how valuable Przingis is on that team. For sure, but you would give him away. Przingis is – people don't realize he hasn't stayed healthy, but he could be like an Anthony Davis kind of player. For sure, yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. The unicorn is so talented. Do you think – And he's quick. He could play defensively on anybody. What about um, KP for, for Giannis? That's a good trade. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, and you give up You give up as much as you can for Giannis. And you take Giannis. Yeah. And Giannis but now then doesn't have to take a shot at the end of the game, but he could, like, do, he could dominate all the game. And but you're like losing, like, the silky jump shot of the unicorn because he's a silky shooter. Cuban, Cuban wants to win, man. He but Cuban also wants to win with European players. He does. He yeah. does. Yeah. Cuban's already looking to, at that 16-year-old in France. Yeah. He wants to be like – Oh, that they I might got his name wrong last podcast. He was that seven foot three kid, right? Yeah, who played against Rudy? Yeah, yeah. It was like he had a, he had a, he's got a really jacked up name. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to attempt it. It's like Alexis Pichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichichich
I got Russell Westbrook, and yeah. then you get all that publicity. Ticket, ticket sales were crazy. You remember the like the first couple games, everybody in Houston was so hype. Yeah, Houston was the team to watch the first couple games until Russ we realized he could shoot he a got jumper. On, until <laughs> he got on the court, man. Until he's guys, one of oh, the worst players a, in the league. No, he's not, man. He's so overrated. I Russ hate can that give guy. anybody in the league the work. We all know that. Anybody in the league, nobody in the league, people in the league don't even want to guard him. Because they d- they're they told not to by their coach. They say that's a bad thing to do is guard that guy. No, because you, you cannot guard him. You cannot guard him like you guard an average player. You have to give him the six feet back. You Because if you get too close to him, he will burn you. you would There's get not a, a player I've seen in the league keep like hip to hip with him. Not one player. Doesn't matter. Junior? You have to give him the six feet. And then if he could shoot the ball, oh, he'll be unstoppable. That's a huge if. <laughs> if you don't remember his MVP season, he shot the ball like I think 35 or 40%. And he was a monster. Junior, if there was no coronavirus, me and you would be in St. Lucia right now. And that's a big if. That's <laughs> the same size if if, if if Russ could take a shot and make a shot. Russ has, like, one of the worst three-point shots I've ever seen He's one yet. of – he's statistically – like, He's statistically has historically one of the no, worst shooters he, ever. They say he's just as bad as a guy like Dwight Howard. That's what they said. Yeah, or in like in like Shaq. He's a bad shooter. They said he's – And you're 6'3". He's 6'3", but he can dunk on everybody, His so it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I don't think he'll, he'll ever do anything. Okay, so – with with that in mind, that that Daryl Morey always just goes big talent hunting, which I love. I'm all about that. Um, we, we we agree he's gonna go get some big talent. He's gonna go get he's James gonna Harden. Get he's gonna look talent. for James, and or he's gonna look for like a player you wouldn't expect for him to get. That's what he and that's what he does all the time. He's gonna ben look Matt for a player that you like. People do not think he's like the player's willing to leave, but he's gonna get that player. Yeah, Shane Battier, he turned that guy's yeah. career around. I think he go for like I think he could just pull like a random like hey, I'm going for like a guy like, I'm going for a guy like um Jalen Brown. Yeah, I can see him going like yo I want J- I need Jalen Brown. He'd be actually a really good. For you see what I mean? I can see him getting a guy like that. Um, do you? I bet that they look this year. I don't think they trade Ben or Joel. I think he lets Doc have another year at this and say you got to make this happen. But what I will do is I'm going to get rid of either both. Horford and Tobias, or one of them. Who do you think, I think Junior? They he, dump, he trades. I think they dump Tobias Harris. This is, year. Do you think? Sadly, he, who's I, the easiest to trade? Tobias Harris is the easiest to trade, and that's why they dump him first. Yeah, I think they're gonna try to put Al Horford on the chopping blocks for sure. I think they're gonna try to dump that old fart for sure. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to get rid of him. He can't move laterally. You know, like they're gonna try to get rid of him. He's still a good defender, but he, just, he was just he played he played really and he can still shoot the three. And he's not that great, but he's still a really good defender. Yeah, and he yeah. can still shoot the three. He's a three and D guy. He's a three and D big. Yeah. Like he's not bad, but I think him at face value for what he's getting paid is ridiculous. Like it does not make any sense. Do you think Horford's contract's worse than Harris's? No, I think John Wall has the worst contract in the NBA. <laughs> 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 I no, think, I think, think Russell got the worst contract. No, in the man, NBA, Russell's man. not bad, man. He deserves the money. No, like I'm telling it, you, I think Al Horford has the worst contract. I think he's I getting think paid stupidly. To what? Make sure that Boston doesn't keep him so he can stop Joel Embiid. I Come know, on, that was man. Stupid. That was stupid. That was so stupid. Was stupid. They paid him out of the bag for just so Joel Embiid doesn't get locked up by him again. So, this is what Al Horford has: twenty-seven and a half for the next three years. Oof. Every to year. Tobias Harris year. has 34 and a half for the next four years. Oh, dump both those bums. <laughs> Man, that's like $400 million. 
wants like seventy. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, like I'm saying, like oh, in the yeah, long oh, run, all together, yeah, overall, yeah. man, it's like four hundred million dollars. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, for sure. If I'm them, I dump everybody. Look for rookies. <laughs> like you know well, what I mean? It's not even that. It's it's also Tobias's contract goes jumped. up. Right? Tobias's contract jumped so much from his before. I don't know why they paid him so much. In 2020, it's 32.7, and then in 2024, it's almost 40 million. He doesn't so deserve 40 million dollars. I think just with that right there, that nine million dollar jump, or sorry, that five million dollar jump over four years, making him almost 40 million dollars for Tobias Harris. I think Tobias is the harder one to trade because you, think so? you seriously, you almost have another year and a half of that shit contract. Yeah. I'd rather deal with if I was a, if I was a team that was receiving either Tobias. Or Al, I would rather receive Al. I yeah, mean, you know, and especially if I'm a Western team. If I'm a Western team, what do we just talk about? If I'm about? Western team, you don't like. For instance, if I'm the Lakers and the, I get offered Tobias Harris, don't take Tobias Harris. Oh yeah, you laugh at me. Tell me. If I'm like, if I'm like, um, tell me, do if I? If I'm I, like, I'm if, I'm, taking if, Al. if I'm like, um, if I'm like a team like Dallas Mavericks, which the owner doesn't give a shit about the luxury tax, I still don't take him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody in the West is gonna take Tobias Harris. It's gonna be a bum team in the East who's gonna take Tobias Harris. I could see Atlanta take him. I could see that too. I could see Charlotte take him. Uh, yeah, those are bum teams. I could see, um, honestly, I could see this playoff team take him, uh, only just because they 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 want to maintain having like good players. Indiana. Yeah, that's true. I could see only the only reason why I see Boston taking one of those guys is because they end up getting a bunch of picks yeah. for it too. But I see I Al Horford see, going. I could see Houston taking him. If they lose James Harden, if they lose Russ, they take him. Yeah, maybe. You take Tobias Harris, who's he's not a bad player. I think alone Tobias Harris could be like a, have can have like a Bradley Beal season, like that thirty average thirty. You know what I mean? Give you those buckets because he's not a bad player. Like he's you know, he's a floor raiser. He, he raises is. your floor, but he doesn't raise your ceiling as no, a team. No, he does not. He raises your overall. Like he raises like yeah. he raises like how good you guys are on the court, yeah. but he doesn't raise the overall average of your team. And he doesn't like he's going to make a team like Atlanta make the playoffs. But he's not going to make a team like Milwaukee win the championship. No, right? possible. You see, so like that's 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 why I could see him going to like a team like Atlanta. I could see this is what I have. So tell me, tell me, because um, this is this is what what I'm thinking. Al Horford's more tradable because his contract's shorter and he makes way less money. And also, what we just saw with the NBA this year is bigs bigs mean a lot, especially in the West. So here's some trade ideas. You tell me. Um, I'm I'm Philadelphia and you're the receiving team. Sounds good. Okay, I offer you Al Horford and Matias Thybul, um, and maybe some picks for Will Barton, Mason Plumley, and and uh, Monty Morris in Denver. You're Denver. I'm do Denver. You, do you take it? No. Wow. Um, that's a lot of money. I'm like that's a lot of money I'm putting on my salary cap to get them. You know what I mean? They only get yeah. So they get. Denver, uh, Denver ends up taking an extra $11 million in this deal. But they get a guy to help Jokic defend the bigs in the West. That's true. So you say no. I say no to that one. But it's it depends what Denver, Denver's position is. Like mm-hmm. It depends like where they want to like see their team going. But at the same time, I don't think it's a fair trade. Yeah, you think I'm, I'm taking a player who in like a couple years is going to pay $40 million, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to sign Jamal Murray. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to repay him soon. I'm no, no, you don't have to worry about Jamal. You have him for another for like four years. You just paid him. Yeah, but last they, year. But yeah, I also have to pay Jokic. Do I not? You just paid him too. We just paid Jokic. Yep. You ju- the only one that you have to worry about is Michael Porter Jr. But you'll have bird rights on him. 
yeah, but Michael Porter Jr. is going to want like money, money. Yeah, but we'll see. <laughs> and no. by the time so he's going to want money, money. Michael Porter Jr. could become like a KD kind of player. He's going to want money. He could. He's he wants to become. He wants to be. I'm he could on be one him. of those players that could become like a KD kind of player, and he wants big money. I'm big on him. I'm big on and him too. Because he might not develop now, but he could develop like in two, three years. You know, he could become like. So he he's going to slowly creep, and he's going to have that one year he jumps to like a thirty point player. So check this out, Junior. This is why. I like the Al Horford contract. This year, it dips, he, hey? It dips down. It dips down big, yeah. It Better dips down like $5 million, right? Yeah, it goes down. He goes, no, it only goes down like $2 million. He goes from like earning almost 28 this year down to 26 and a half. But it's only, it's only three years, and it goes down. It, 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 but it de-escalates. You also have to remember, Al Horford is pretty old. Yeah, he's 34. So yeah. you, you're going to pay a 37-year-old, like when he's... At that time, he was 37 well, years old. They just did it with Millsap. <laughs> they just did it with Millsap. Yeah, and what, what are you getting from Millsap? Nothing. He's a bum. But you you pay him because he gives you way better defense for at least two years. That's true. So it depends what kind of team you're in and it depends so what kind of money situation you're in. Denver, you say Denver says no. No. So then you're, you're probably going to say no to this one, but we'll see. Kelly Oubre plus a sign-in trade with Aaron Baines for uh, two first-round picks and uh, a second-round pick and Al Horford going to the Suns. If you're the Suns, do you take this? If I'm the Suns, I do take that trade. I love it because then you have someone that's coaching up DeAndre Ayton to yeah, be a better defender. Yeah, that's defender. why I take the trade. Because I think DeAndre Ayton needs to be co- like coached from a, a like an older player. You know what I mean? Like DeAndre Ayton could become one of those generational players himself too. He's big a great time. big player. He's a love great big. Guy. You got to stay off the drugs, but he's a great big. <laughs> you <laughs> know, him and John Collins got to stay off the drugs. They got to get off the but juice. But they're great like players. I think both teams say yes to this. Yeah. I think no matter what. Phoenix has got to get off of Oubre. They, they got to use that as a chip. You got to get rid of Oubre eventually. Phoenix you wants to make the playoffs this year big time. Yeah, and Phoenix is one of those play- – like, you need to make the playoffs or you're going to lose Devin Booker. Yeah. They're in the situation where, like, if we don't make it, Booker's leaving. Plus, this helps um, Philadelphia with $8 million in, like, cap space. It doesn't move the needle on them. They, they're still, like, hard-capped. Um, but Phoenix has a ton of cap space. Yeah. They want to make the playoffs this year. It's a too big. It's there's too many great bigs in the West. There is. So if DeAndre Ayton even isn't like, like if he's if he's tired or he gets too many whistles in a game, you have another All Star caliber big, um, who can help facilitate things. Yeah. Right. Or you put Horford as a power forward. Yeah, put him as a power forward, um, and you still have that other big ass white guy, um, Kaminsky. Yeah. Right. Um, I think the Sixers do it too because Ubre's Ubre's. Energy. Uber is. Uber is a. Uber is a. Like he's a, a BDE. Yeah, he's a man. head nodder. He's like he gets yeah. the dunk and he's he's in your face. Yeah, he's I love grilling, that. He's flexing. I love that he's man. Growling at you. I love watching Uber man. Super intense. Like yeah. he's the kind of guy in the open gym. He's talking shit. You Stocks know, talking too. shit. Got gets a lot of blocks, a lot of steals. Yeah. He fits the, this Philadelphia team. Yeah. He could shoot the three too. I think he, he could shoot like the three like thirty eight percent. I'm pretty sure. Or thirty five. Thirty five percent. And uh, I think he's I think he's a great fit. Aaron Baines is also a great fit with. Yeah, he uh, can shoot the three too. He can shoot the three really, really well. well. Yeah, really well. And that's Undrafted. what you need. You need players who are like shoot the three for Philly. Philly needs shooters. So you like that one? I didn't. I, think you would I like love that one. That one. That's that's a good one. I like that one for both teams. I did not like the other one. Okay. <laughs> give me some. Give me some good. <laughs> Paul George. Paul George. So this. Who this gets Paul George? Philly gets Paul George. Philly gets Paul George. What team am I? I'm the Clippers. You're, you're the Clippers. So here, I lose. I lose. Pandemic P. 
And who am I getting back? Tobias Harris? You get you give me Tobias Harris, aren't you? No, you get Al Horford oh. or or your choice. Al Horford or Tobias Harris. I think you take Al Al, Al Horford though because I think I take Al Horford to help mentor my young Montres Harrell. Then But it's like it's a pause on Clippers' side. The Clippers like you I think the Clippers don't trade anybody. Well, I think they do. I think I, I think, don't think, I think they dump Paul George this year. I think playoff is gone. No, they run it back. There's nobody to run it back. They dump Lou. They dump um. What's his name? They might dump Lou Will. Yeah, for sure. He or Montrezl Harrell. Yeah. And they're definitely dumping Pat Bev. Yeah. But they're not dumping. They're not guys. keeping. They're not dumping Kawhi or PG. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. That I pairing isn't you. getting set splitted this year. You because can miss me. Think about it. There's too many pairings in like. If you think about it, there's AD Lebron, mm-hmm. right? There's now there's Kyrie and KD. Yeah. There's Giannis and his bums, right? Yep. <laughs> well, Giannis, everybody Giannis has like a duo. Chris Milton is, Chris is Milton's a good, actually a solid great, player. Great, solid player. Great duo. You know what I mean? You have you have Jokic and Murray. Yeah. You have you have Spider and and the French French Kiss or whatever yeah. his name is Gobert. That's true. But Spider also has a great team. Bogdanovich, Ingles, Ingles. great team. We're gonna we're not gonna do the all white guy draft this no, week, right? No, we gotta do we're next week. Next week. Next week for sure. We'll, we'll, we gotta save we'll for James. Yeah, we'll we'll James. Put it as a teaser. Teaser for you guys next week. It'll be the uh, okay. So, anyways, this is what the trade is: Al Horford, Josh Richardson, and Matthias Ty- Matthias Tybel plus three. Sorry, two first round picks and a second round and a, and a ton of se- second round picks. Okay, I for Paul I George. hold because I'm losing too much. As the Clippers. No, for you. Oh. And for Philly, you're dump. You're getting rid of Tybal and what's called Josh Richardson. And Josh Richardson. I think Josh Richardson's. Kind Josh of Richardson's like, a really good player. He's really good, but like he's 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 expendable. He's expendable, but like Tybal is also like I love Tybal. Me personally, I love Tybal. With 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 Paul George is the third option with with Ben, ben Simmons, PG, Joel Embiid, and who else? And and Harrison Barnes or whatever his name is. Uh, um, Tobias, Tobias Harris? Harris. Sorry. Harrison Barnes, Jesus Christ. Okay, um, so who's what's the starting lineup on that team? Ben's at, ben at the one? Ben at the one. Tobias Harris at the two? At four. Tobias Harris at the four? At the four. With with Embiid at five. Uh, Paul George at, at the three. three. And who's the two? And then you have just like whoever. Throw in whoever at the two. You don't even really need anyone. You could probably win games four on five. <laughs> 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 you probably could. That's so much length. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's now two people who can shoot. And you have probably won the... I think now you become one of the best. I think you become the best defensive team in the you, East. Yeah, you have a chance of being. You what have, you no, you have I think you have the best defensive team in the East at that point. I think that. But would go th- you have playoff P and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, yeah. all known to choke. Yeah, chokers. I Why know. do you want a team full of chokers? <laughs> no, it's because I I gotta get off of at least Hor- Horford or Harris. You go. Ah, that's not the one that's happening this year. Yeah, that one's off the table. Okay. The Kelly Uber one is sounding more realistic. What about this one? Sixers get Luke Kennard and uh, Blake Griffin, and they Luke Kennard and Blake Griffin. Ooh, yeah, I like that. And they give up. They give up Shake Milton, Josh Richardson, um, and, and who? Tobias? And Al Holford. That's a good trade. I like that one. But Plus they give up two first round picks. But Detroit doesn't take it. You don't think to Detroit? Oh, what two first round picks? Plus two first round picks. The Detroit takes it. But you're yeah. you're asking like Philly's giving up a lot just for Blake Griffin. But Blake Griffin also was injured this year. People don't. People are sleeping on Blake Griffin. Uh, yeah. People Speak are it. sleeping on Blake, Blake Griffin, man. It. That guy is a monster. And people don't realize he could dribble like a PG. He can. He he's can a wizard. A he's he a wizard. He he's the shorter version of AD. I'm telling you, he's a wizard. Yeah. People don't realize like people don't realize the jump he made in his game because he he sits so much because of his injuries. But he's he all first year all he did was dunk. 
Yeah. Oh, hitable dunk. Second year. Oh, he could dribble a little. He was an MVP candidate. Yeah. At one point. He was. Here's the thing, too. So as long as you keep Blake Griffin healthy, I think that's a great trade. Besides last year, Blake Griffin was incredible at creating his own shot, and he shot like set 37% from three. Mm-hmm. Over the last four years, only one time he didn't shoot. There's one time where he didn't shoot 37% from three, and that was last year. Because he didn't play. So, yeah, he was and injured. Went, and he went through that cold stretch. This where he, guy. Where he, was playing, he was playing on a bad knee. Him and, and Luke Kennard, who can also shoot the three. Luke Kennard is a sniper. Luke Kennard is a sniper. It would be a. You give up a lot on defense, but whatever. You still have. Blake Griffin can still play defense. Blake Griffin, the rim protector. Yeah, and you still have Embiid. And ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is easily one of the best. Be- and if you keep Tybal, you're you're set you're on set. defense. You're yeah. fine. You're fine. You're Tybal okay. can Tybal can lock it down. Yeah, he can, he'll be a DPOY candidate too. I think so. One yeah. of these years. Yeah, I'd love. I think in like three years he's a DPOY candidate. I'd love. I'd love like an all DPOY. But so is Bobo. Bobo is gonna be a DPOY eventually. Yeah, man, he can get four blocks a game. Yeah, Bobo is my guy. That's insane. my guy. Bowl squared, that's my guy, yeah. I'm telling you. If I that's was trademark, guys. Bowl squared is trademark. Don't try to steal that. That's that's only me. As as a quick aside, if I was if I was a team, if I was like if I was OKC where, where I have like fifty five million first round draft picks, I would I would give a bunch of draft picks up for tie bowl or whatever. Tie bowl, bowl bowl, and and uh and what's his name? Uh Jonathan Isaac, so I could have the all defensive player of the year team. You would, you honestly like, would. These guys are I think they're so insane. Yeah. I love them. I love watching I I really like like Tybal's awesome to watch. And Bobo, people don't realize, like yeah, first year in the league, but the weight is gonna come. Who cares? The yeah. weight will come. People Even don't realize. It doesn't come. How how no? The weight will come. Yeah. The weight always comes. Giannis came in skinny. Yeah, LeBron came in, came in skinny. Every, all these yeah. guys go through that like that. It's either like the third year or like yeah. the second year. It depends. Some guys like the third or th- fourth year, but then they have that jump where they like they go from like that one eighty five or two hundred pounds to now like two forty muscle. And yeah. people are like whoa whoa. I wonder if, if like, so Denver has a lot of stuff they can do, right? They Denver have can move pieces, and and they have like MPJ. Michael Porter Jr. Who like I don't think you move any of those two dudes, but I feel like Denver. I, I can, think if I'm Denver, I I they could be the new Golden State. Yeah, I think. But if I'm Denver, I don't like. I love Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is like one of those guys. Oh, I but I, I look on, yeah. I look sometimes like maybe Jamal's not the right piece. You know? No. Yeah. This is like this is uh I love this take. This is like uh this is a weird take, but Jamal Murray is a great player. Yeah. But you might be able to get someone better fit for the team. Who? Like yeah, Jamal Murray needs blowjobs to produce. Like you know (laughs) what I mean? Like (laughs) like you know what I mean? Yo, I can't believe he didn't get enough flack for that. I, he got no flack no for it. No flack for it. It disappeared. They, like, ghosted it. The NBA, like, cut it off. Like, they, like, no, no, he's too valuable. And because he's, like, the leader of the Canadian Basketball Association. That's why. Like, Jamal Murray's that guy. The face of Canada basketball. <laughs> but I think if, like, you look for a guy, like, Jamal Murray is great, right? And he's young. He's a young star. But if I'm – maybe I look for a guy with more experience and who's, like, a better defender. Mm. It's hard to find that guy who's a two guard. Maybe you get James Harden. He's not a better defender than Jamal, but he gives you the buckets. Yeah, it would be. And you already Denver wouldn't because Denver just signed. Like, if you have to be in the mindset of Denver, Denver just signed Jamal Murray. They think he's going to be James Harden. So why trade for thirty-one, thirty-two-year-old James Harden with the guy that you think is that's true. That's but why they find it so but difficult like when, I, when you're Denver when also like I'm telling you Denver is such a weird team. Denver has so many adjustable pieces. Mm-hmm. 
if I'm Denver, I look what is the best for me to win now. Because Denver was also the thing with Denver was like what one game away or like three games away. They're two games away from the finals. From the finals this year, yeah. what was I missing? They they were missing a small forward or like a, a, a big confidence in their PG. They were either yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Jamal Murray went off this season. Like he yeah. was he produced. But maybe, like maybe, maybe think about it. Maybe you dump. Maybe you. That's two yeah, that is. That he's but maybe up. you would dump Jamal Murray, who's like, yeah, you know, like one of the best players for his age group, right? Mm-hmm. For two solid pieces, yeah. like you know, like two all stars to get you like there, you know, I think to get crazy, you to the thing. I, lo- I love that you're saying this. Because man, I'm one of the people. I want to win now. If I'm a team, I want to win now. I don't want to well, win so later. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you trade Bull Bull and MPJ? Because I think you still keep up. Res- you keep up reserves, man. Yeah, okay. You want to win now, so you dump the guy who might like Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray, the face of the franchise. Yeah. But you dump one of those guys. Not. In, I don't think you get rid of Jokic though. No. Jokic is too good, but Jamal Murray is movable. Yeah. You see, it's a Your hard ne- pill to so swallow, but people do don't understand. Next week, you bring you bring your Jamal Murray trade. And you make you make Denver better with a Jamal. Murray. I will. You won't though. I will. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make three dog, Jamal you Murray never trades. Do homework for this podcast. <laughs> I, I do all the homework. Okay, what about this one? Would you do? Um, would you do if you're if you're Philadelphia? Would you do? Um, if you're sorry, if you're Chicago, would you take three first round draft picks and Al Horford for Zach Levine? If I'm who Chicago? Yeah, you're Chicago. And I get. You I get guess. three first-round draft picks plus Al Horford. You're giving up Zach Levine. No, Zach Levine's a franchise player. Why did I give him my star? Because because I think they Zach want Levine is a diamond in the rough. For sure, but I think they diamond want in the rough. They do want Melo though. They want they want Lamelo Ball big time. They want Lamelo Ball bad. They yeah. they're Lamal they're Lamelo Ball like stir crazy. Yeah, they want him bad. Like they want him almost to the point where like I'm like yo, he's not worth losing Zach Levine though. No, I th- I think. I th- I think they make whatever they can to get I think get Lamelo. I think they will, but I think it's a shit move on their end. Okay. Because they never know how the draft so you're Chicago works on that out. Trade, you say no fucking but way. But like, if you're Chicago at the you're same time, like stupid. Yeah, that's because <laughs> you never know what you, you know. What it is you never know how a player will develop. Yeah. What if Lamelo Ball becomes a bust like Lonzo? Lonzo's not a bust, but you know what if he's just a. I think what if Lamelo Ball? What if, what if Lamelo Ball is like just like, uh, fifteen. 10 and 5 guy. In like 4 turnovers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, give you 15, 10, and 5. Because he could give you the assist. He could give you the points. Yeah. But you never but know with him. he's the ball up, though. He, yeah. He's definitely going to the ball. 100%. And I don't think, he, I don't think he's going to be even And I don't think he's coachable. I, and I don't think he's going to be a tenth of the defensive player that Lonzo is. And Lonzo no. Is Lonzo can lock up. LaMelo Ball struggles on defense because he took too much GH and his body moves weird, you know? Yo, you think he got some oh, growth hormone? Oh, man. Come on. You don't think so? Bro, he was like five eleven, and then he grew to like six nine. Dude, man, there's one point in my in life like I was three five years, one. in like two years, and now bro. I'm five five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see what I mean? Jesse, people don't grow like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, dude, you know who grew like that? Ad. Ad did GH two. Why do you think he has a unibrow? <laughs> yeah. It got thicker after the GH. They said they said Dwight did GH. Um, they For said sure. Embiid did GH. Hundred percent. And uh, and Dwayne Wade did GH. And 100%. you can see it in his face. Yeah. Dwayne Wade's got a big head now. Yeah. 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 But Dwayne Wade's like the Barry Bonds of the NBA. He really is. He's like he's just so much bigger than he, like he should be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. I think. I think if you're Chicago, you don't make a trade like that for Philadelphia because you're like 
you're giving up what if if you bought into Zach Levine and I don't think they did buy into They Zach did not. They d- they literally th- are still sleeping on him. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, no, he's not going to any. He's not anything." They think this is his like margin of like excellence. They think this is the best he's going to get. Mm-hmm. They they really believe he's not going to get any better. I don't I think I think he But I think Zach Levine, Zach Levine right now is a franchise player. Yeah. He's an all-star caliber player. Would Zach you Levine, trade Jamal Murray for him? If you're Denver? You see, because Zach Levine, I haven't, I don't know much about Zach Levine's defensive seen, aspect. We, no, he's not good in defense. You see, and he's Jamal Murray's bad. a much better, like, a one-on-one defender. Yeah, Jamal Murray competes around screens. Yeah, exactly. The easiest barometer to see if someone's good on defense is if, if you they fight through the screens. Around, yeah. If you can fight through a screen and you're, and you're and you good don't get back cut. Out, if you don't get back cut, you don't, yeah. If you don't get back cut, and if you can close out a basketball, yeah. you're a pr- you're a decent defender. You're normally a pretty good defender. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of guys in the NBA cannot do that. It's so tiring. A lot of guys in the NBA do not do that. You and don't foul the dump shooters. Do not foul the three-point shooters. Yeah. They got to make a new rule for that. The land, like, the or whatever, landing the landing space like, rule. We saw a lot in this playoffs. Someone would contest a shot, but they would kind of, they would kind of, like, lean a little. They'd and lean. then the guys would swing their feet a little. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of, like, things. Or they would contest, and they would also drift a little over to the side, like, the left or right of the player shooting, and they would still, like, be, they'd still be whistled. And I'm like, that can't they get be whistled. They got whistled because if the guy lands too early. Yeah. He can land on the people's person's feet. Yeah, you don't want to get. But like a, and a lot of guys, yeah. what they do, like a lot of great shooters, like James Harden, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, all those guys, they like flail. Yeah. If you yeah. ever notice, great shooters flail. Mm-hmm. Like they do like a flail out with their leg, like a swoop. Yeah. And like some players do like a spread out, so they land like this. Yeah. Because so, what happens is you make your shooting like area much larger than it actually is. So you have more room. You have more room. You have a more like a, you have a bigger circle per, per se. Mm-hmm. And refs have to respect that that's your area. That's your box. It's, the, it's your box. Yeah. So if I flail my legs out or I flail my legs back or sideways or whatever, the refs have to make the call. Yeah, like you know when day it is the right call. You see James Harden do it all the time. You know when you see those guys, they shoot that shot and uh, when they land, they kind of do that weird stance squat. They do that weird jump squat where, yeah. they, where they're like, and it, they end and it's like, yeah, like that and they the way do it, it on looks purpose. Like the, the one, the one leg's like way further ahead than the other they leg. They do it on purpose because they want to get the call. Yeah, it's the way like shooters who are like smart shooters do it to get the call. Yeah, it's just like it's smart basketball. Because why? If because think about it. Yeah, you really you need your legs to shoot, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to like your wrist and your follow. Do you think through. Philadelphia shoots more f- threes this year? They have to. Do you think they they? I think they were like twenty fifth in the league in threes taken. They were they were like I think they were like fifth in the league in th- in in paint points, mm-hmm. and I think they were also like seventh in the league in like mid range points. Do you think all those besides the paint points like gets inverted? I don't know. Like I because Philly is such a complex puzzle. No one's gonna shoot on. Uh, yeah, on that's the issue. People in Philadelphia don't like shooting. Josh Richardson was probably I think like he was like third most attempted threes on the team. Josh Richardson, who is he? You know what I mean? He's more of a defender on. Like, he's more of a defender. And then you have Matisse Tybal shooting. Then you have Al Horford, like, second and three taken on your team. I don't know why they kept – why why the hell did they keep uh, Elton Brand through all this? I really do not know. He was the guy that – Is he still there? Yeah, oh, he he's, still, he's still there. Is he still there? You know, you know um, Elton Brand came out in the media during midseason last year saying, you know what, I actually kind of got rushed into being a GM quicker than I thought. Yeah. It's, it's too much for me. Because it is too much. So he still is a GM. And you know why why he knows that now is because he knows signing Al Horford as as a chess move to to deter a good defender on Embiid, which he should have just been why like Embiid just bully a, him. Why don't you just get like a 
better shooter yeah. or like a power forward who can shoot the ball. Now you have a distraction on Embiid. And you yeah, go for like a Gallinari instead of an Al Horford, and then yeah. you have someone who can shoot the Why ball. Didn't they get then it you have out, to pull. No. Then you have to pull Al Horford out when you're playing Boston. Yeah. Al Horford has to. Then you, you have to put in two bigs, and then one big can't go, can can guard Joel Embiid alone. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, build your wall. But now Joel Embiid is such a good passer, you can just pass it out to Gallinari. Those threes all day. Yeah, man. I I I don't know. We're gonna see what happens with this with this uh, with this Philadelphia team because Philly, Philly, Philly. There's just so much we can do with this team. We'll never know about Philly, man. We'll never Until know. Until we'll see. Yeah. Philly's one of those teams you just have to wait and see. They can where, either be, you, they can either be really go? good next season or really bad. I think they'll be a I think they'll be a fourth seed again or like a third seed. I don't think they're gonna dip down much. Nah. If they keep this exact team, they're they're fifth, sixth at best. No, if they keep this exact team, they're fourth. They're gonna be dead fourth like usual. Because no. you, you guys remember this. It's, it depends also on the season length and stuff, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. But if Joel Embiid's sitting every other game, which he probably will, mm-hmm. so will Ben Simmons because he's injury prone. You know what I mean? He's got that whatever. He popped his knee, knee cap out. Tore, I'm thinking he tore his ACL or I don't know what it was. No, his knee cap out. What do you his knee cap? It was like a, his knee cap was out and that's why he couldn't play anymore. Yeah, but whatever it is for that team. Yeah. They will still be decent enough to be a four seed in the East. I don't trust but that process anymore. With a 50-game season, you never know. There might be some teams who are like a 10th, 11th seed who have a good stretch. Of like, cause it's a shorter league, man. Early. There's some guys, like, there's some teams who are like a 10th seed who could. You go 8 for 2 oh, in a 10-game stretch. You go 8 for 2 early. Yep. You set stuff up you really see? quick. Also, or younger teams, like, too. If you're like a team like, if you're a team like, um, if you're a team like Lakers, yep. who always have those, like, dips in their season, mm. you could see the Lakers being out. Or yep. being like, instead of being a first seed, now Four they're a fifth, fifth or yeah. sixth seed. Yeah. And a team like Houston, who win like 35 games in a row, are mm-hmm. first seed now. Yeah. Same with, like, you'll see a lot of the older teams, like Lakers, struggle. Struggle. Heavy. A lot of back-to-backs in this year yeah. coming up. A lot of back-to-backs. Lot of back-to-backs. Old the teams Clippers are going really to struggle a lot. Yeah. With their player management system, they're going to struggle a lot. They won't do that anymore. No, they have to. No, they're not going to do it. I think they will. No. I think Kawhi... Balmer's going to come down, and he's going he's gonna to lose his fucking dick. He'll I be like, know. "Are you kidding me? I'm paying you guys seventy million combined, and you can't fucking play two games in a row." I think they might not sit out every other game, but they they'll be sitting a lot. They'll still sit. It's fifty game season. Paul George and Kawhi are only playing thirty six games apiece. I'd lose it if I were there. Or like forty games apiece. They're sitting at least ten games in the season. Did you know that Doc Rivers was told by his analytics department that that there was a huge net negative with having Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams play playoff minutes? And he was like, I got to let my guys roll. And that's why I don't think Philadelphia is going to be very good this year because Doc Rivers just, like, unless Daryl Morey's like, listen, dude, I didn't even really want to hire you in the first place. But just remember, Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell in the regular season great. They're were great one players. of the best duos. They just bummed it out like pandemic P. It's contagious, man. Just like COVID, contagious. But there's players who are good regular season players, shitty playoff players. Yeah, and there's players who are shitty Regular season players and great playoff players. Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo is a perfect example. Example. Of it. Regular. Yeah. Even below average. Yeah. Regular season player, like a seventh man, eighth man for the Lakers. Yeah. Becomes a star in the playoffs. Great, great regular season player. Terrible playoff player is uh, Demar Derosa. Demar Derosa. PG. 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 Right. Giannis, technically, until proven otherwise. Yeah, that's true. Like prove it, man. Um, win, win else? something by yourself. Another mm. one that that is a great. Uh, regular season player, terrible playoff player, like recently has been Draymond Green. Draymond Green for the last two years hasn't been Draymond Green ever since like the Cavs beat them. Yeah. 
He's like a great regular season player. He gets a lot of this, a lot of that, yeah. a, lot, a lot of defense. But Draymond Green, I don't think Draymond Green's ever been that good. Yeah. I think not on on you can't can you can't measure a player like Draymond Green on a stat sheet. Yeah, that's there's, fair. There's yeah, a lot of that. stuff he does on the court that isn't counted. For sure, that's why he was defensive player of the year candidate three years in a row. Yeah, he's 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 a legitimate leader. Yeah, I don't like Draymond, but if he was on like if he was on, I don't like any specific teams. I only like specific players. But like if he was on a team with Luka Doncic, I he, it would be incredible. I'd be like. I think now, he's one of the players who can coach young talent. Yeah. He'll I, be Draymond Green is going to be a coach. Yeah, I was just going to say. Going to be a coach. <laughs> going to be a coach, man. Dude, let's wrap it up. Uh, next week, uh, uh, we have a uh, – we get a little – little. I don't want – can you introduce – I hate saying it. You're, <laughs> I'm not introducing it. Um, next week, we have um, <laughs> a little <laughs> funny segment, I guess. It's not that funny, to be honest. It's going to be pretty funny. serious. It's going to be pretty serious. We're going to do an all-white draft. I'm going to take it very serious. My all-white boy team is going to win it for sure. <laughs> um, we're going to flip a coin for um, first pick. First pick, But we all know I'm getting first pick regardless, or I'm going to complain. I'm not going to do the podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll give you first pick. I'll, I want I'll first pick. You get first pick. All I need is Luca. You're going to take all Luca. I need is Luca. And all I need is Luca. Anyway, yeah. Luca's going to be 30 a night. All I need is Luca. Come on. Well, you know what? He didn't get it past the first round, and, and that was all oh. Luca. Oh. <laughs> Are you gonna try to get Luca and Porzingis? I am. I really am. I really am. <laughs> I'm gonna try to snake him take him on the snake. But on the snake, I'm gonna get screwed over on the snake. Yeah. That's the only problem. Because whoever gets third really has the best pick. Whoever gets third, you're gonna have the Th- top three, four, three, yeah. th- four, and those that's you're setting yourself up. Let's for be real. It's only th- me, you, and James doing this. So if you even so you go Luca, and then let's say you wait five picks later, and you get you get two back to back, you're still sitting pretty, dude. Yeah, you're still sitting pretty. Okay, think about it. Let's it's not just, like you're going to have Cody through, Zeller and Tyler let's Zeller. Let's run through the first five. No, no, no. I'm telling you, run through the quick first five. I mean, Luka Doncic is going to be number one. So you for pick. Sure. You, we'll go. In, we'll you pick. I pick. You pick. I pick. You pick. Let's do like that. It goes Luka. Luka is going to be go. Luka, and then I would take. Um, I would take Jokic. Porzingis probably will go third, depending who you are. Depending who you are, he either goes third or fourth. I'm thinking. Hold on a second. Blake Griffin. No, no, no. Oh, so then can you also qualify why Blake Griffin and Steph Curry can't be part of this? Oh, Blake Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin can't be part of it because he's light-skinned. It. No, no, no. Because he's light-skinned. You have to say it, though. Because he can't say. If you can he, say. You can say the N-word and not get away with it. Yeah. Then you're okay. Then you can't be in the <laughs> you draft. You can't be in this draft. <laughs> yeah. If you can say the N-word and nobody like. The all-segregation draft. If you could say. <laughs> oh, I thought Blake Griffin was white for the longest time, man. I wanted him on my roster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nobody's taking Gordon Hayward. He's a bum. Um, who else? Um, Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich. Um, the other Bogdanovich. Those Bogdanoviches, yeah. yeah. Utah or Sacramento. There's a lot of guys, man. I think the Caruso. draft. Caruso. Caruso, for me, if I don't get him, I might have to make a trade. I'll trade for him. He's a hustle player. If I get Luca and Caruso. Man, you know who else? Davis Bortans. Oh, Bortans. That's a sleeper. That's a sleeper. That's a sleeper. I shouldn't have told that's you that. That's a sleeper. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, that's a sleeper. <laughs> Oh, that's a good. I got right. James that one won't down. listen. He won't <laughs> listen. We'll know. Yeah. <laughs> Gallinari. Gallinari, the great one. You could get. You could get uh, the the dude from. Uh, There's the two big bigs. Yeah, the Stephen two Adams. Bigs. Yeah, Stephen Adams and the two bigs on um, um, on on the what's called the Bucks. Oh, Lopez brothers. Lopez brothers. There's also yeah. they can't say the N-word. There's also Di yeah. Di on the on the Bucks. Di Vincenzo. Yeah. Um. Who else? There's lots of players, man. Yeah. 
Oh man, Joe Harris. Joe Harris is a great wow. one. Wow, dude, there's a lot of good white guys in the NBA. Yeah, man, it's like it's, it's go a figure. They're pretty balanced list. I'm telling Aaron you. Aaron Baines. You know what? There's more. This is so such a low key racist thing to say, but there's so <laughs> many. There's so many, like seven footers who are white guys. Yeah. Like it's almost they're almost all like usually a, like they have eleven, a six, it's eleven because they have more longevity in their careers than seven footers who are like African American. Yeah. If you don't notice that, because seven footers who are African American don't only play like 10, ten seasons. Yeah. African like European guys. Dude, look at seven footers. European guys, seven footers play like 15, 20 seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't not injuries because they play smart. They they don't they're not as aggressive and they play like. They're silky mid-range jumpers, you know? You're sounding so racist It's right not now. racist, but it's true. They're smart. They're not aggressive. But, <laughs> but it's true. So they, this is the way they play the game, man. <laughs> it's true. There's not like... like, like Think Porzingis really Who's going to last longer in the league? Player. Porzingis or Joel Embiid? Actually, you know, Embiid might. Porzingis is like... There's not a year Porzingis that he's not injured. Porzingis <laughs> is Joel Embiid. Yeah, but at least Embiid can play 65 games. So can Porzingis. He didn't. He has. Like his rookie year. That's all. Joel Embiid didn't play his rookie year. He didn't the play two years. Ba- the books balance out. You see, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can look forward to that. Yeah. Um. And then James, James will probably come up with some crappy segment for us to talk about at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, James. I love you. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. It's been a minute. Um. I'm I'm Jesse. I'm Jay Books. Or Junior. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned next week. All right. Deuces.